You got it, sir. Okay, thank you, Tom. So here's the deal. We got some people on hold, and we'll get back to you in just a second. But we've had a request to play the Linda Energy thing one more time for those of you who have heard all references but don't really know what's going on. Kind of like the Linda Energy family. She called up, and what you're going to hear is uh, we just answered, and there's a listener. She sounds rather surly. We get rid of her, and then they edit out uh, a couple of minutes, I guess, and you're going to hear that spliced up right next to the previous call where we find out, to our amazement, that it's Linda Energy. Here's a lady in Pompano. Hello. Hi. Hi. Still over, I guess, from the Neil Rogers show. What is? Um, I met him once. He has a wimpy, sweaty handshake. Of course, we all know he's a rear admiral, but he does get an audience. Go figure that one. Okay. Uh, regarding the... You are um, still over from the Neil Rogers show? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Well, we're still somewhere else. Right? Down the drain. That crazy lady who called before? Yeah. That was Linda Energy, and she's on the phone again on line four again. No. Well, that's just, a position that was a that last one, Linda Energy? I'm who sounded, right now. Who sounded so morose? Hello? Hello. Hi. I'm right now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. What did you mean about the Neil Rogers spillover? Okay, well, first of all, I take a nap because I do mornings on our sister station, Planet Radio. Yeah. Oh. 103.5. Right. You know, we're, right yeah. so we're under the same umbrella, right? Funny that you could close your eyes at all with all that fin fin. Yeah, listen, I'm not on the fin fin. Oh, okay. But where did we graduate? Well, Us Ding Dong School. We have a master's degree in zany cookie and mad cat. We're radio DJs. My oh, husband. What the hell is this? Hang up on her again. No, I'm not going to hang up on her. I want to hear what she has to say. I'll call her. I'll hang up on her. Just wait a second. Give her a break. I'm giving you a break now. Okay, that's enough. Go ahead, Linda. What's what's up? Okay, my husband's a pediatric cardiac anesthesiologist. He knows more about drugs than anesthesiologists. Yeah. Okay? He graduated med school at 23 like a Doogie Howser. He went through an eight-year program in six years. May I ask you something? Yeah, why Why, why do I need to, or our audience need to know this? I mean, your husband. Neil, I wake up from a nap and I find out from all of these people calling yeah. me that Neil says that a humongous audience. Oh, if they're so huge, why don't we treat them with Benzen? Huh? You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, her husband is so I've got to defend. Mm-hmm. I've got to defend my husband, and it's not helping that you guys are getting on making him like a goofball when we're the ones that graduated Ding Dong School. Us radio people really do not have any education. She's drunk. She's got to be. Are you drunk? I am not drunk. You know, this sounds just like her show. You know, Linda, if oh, I can... Oh, listen. Gotcha listening. Linda? What? No, and I, I think it was just joking. We wouldn't do that. Um, I, I read the transcript, so... No, let me... Just, Adam, just relax a second. Linda, let me just point out something. By these calls, you're not furthering your cause, whatever that may be. You're not endearing yourself to your audience. You're giving very backhanded, very veiled, uh, whatever it is. They all sound like shots. And first you preface it with, hey, we're on your sister's station. We're part of the same company. Then you call Neil a real a rear admiral. Then you say that uh, our audience is a spillover from Neil, and he's got this giant, humongous audience, and you're here to defend your husband. What does all of this mean? You know why? Here's the real truth, but Neil won't say it, and you're probably going to hang up on me. Oh, yes. I stopped by the radio station on his branch yeah. just to say hello nice yeah. to meet you because I understand Alan he said Mason. that I heard I heard him talking about it because I understand Alan Mason said that you and Jordan I mean I was the only good piece of uh, over there at Big 106 when they fired my white ass okay who said that 
Neil. Neil said that? Yes. Okay. So why are you dealing with us no, instead I of Neil? Over, I know. I walked over. I actually suffered and had lunch at Denny's. Yeah. So I could stop by and say hi to, you, to Neil. I've yeah. never met him. Yeah. Never met you guys. I wanted to just say hello. My name's Linda and it's nice to meet you. Yeah. And then the rest of the show, I'm being picked on about Benson. I'm being talked about but about... But you didn't do that with us, Linda. Linda, you didn't do that with us. You just yeah. launched into like spillover and shots with Neil. I didn't even know who you were. Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because I do mornings, right? Linda. What? I wouldn't talk to a normal, like just a regular listener who I didn't even know who it was who addressed me like that. Let alone somebody who was supposed to be my broadcasting sister. So wait a minute. You wouldn't take a compliment from a. Uh, that wasn't a compliment. I, I didn't know what that was. It was very insolent just in your tone. That's why I hung up on you. I never hang up on anybody, Linda. Very few. You can count them on one hand the entire week. What? Who, Neil or of, Neil? of who I hang up on. But you were certainly one. Well, uh, I guess I'm proud. Okay. Yeah. Look, guys, I'd like to meet you someday, too. And it's not an anger fight. It's just I can't believe I wake up and everybody's calling me and telling me, you know, the Neil Paul show was about... You and about how bad and all I did was go to say hi and thank you. Nice to meet you. Well, your husband is, from what I understood, just a second, Adam. From what I understood and what I heard on my way into work today, your husband was on the phone as a physician. He had a disagreement with Neil, which each one was a legitimate uh, disagreement. I don't think either one of them had the need for you to defend them. I mean, you know, what do you what do you hear? Okay, he's right because he has a degree in this. I mean, Neil knows pretty much what he's talking about with oh, diets. Neil knows what he's talking about. He's all his weight back on. Neil asking. knows. It doesn't matter whether they've been effective or whether or not he has gained or lost weight. He still has the knowledge of it. Whether he puts it into application is a different story. He's read more diet books than I care to imagine. And he knows the fact. The fact is that he's, uh, the Atkins diet requires a certain amount of attendance, and he has decided to go away from that. He's gained his weight back by having a good time and eating. Eating carbohydrates, of which he apparently is allergic to it, is making him gain weight. But it doesn't mean he's decreased in his, his knowledge. The reason being, when he says, why is Linda president of this weight loss center? Yeah. Is my picture's in there. I am not on the fence end, but most women would probably like to look my size, won't they? Admit it. Well, don't you think that they ought to use somebody who's gotten that size from the uh, the product itself? Are they just saying, like here's a supermodel, you can look like her even though she's never taken it? You mean you want to see those ugly, god-awful before and after pictures in all those other weight loss ads? That's disgusting. Who wants to see that? You so what you're saying is you're a hot property, you're a babe, and everybody wants to look like you. I'm not saying that. You, know, you just did. That. Okay. You know what? For the first time, I've never done this, and I sure hope you call my show. Because I could use the cross for that. I, I never will. Now, Linda, how come in this picture in the paper you got a shirt on that says B97? It's B93, actually. Oh, 93. Always oh, right. yeah, Because I knew Big 106 would probably sue me if I wore a Big 106 shirt from the last station I was fired from. So. The last station you were fired from. Okay. <laughs> You kind of got an attitude, Linda. I just woke up. Like a lot. Well, maybe you ought to like uh, have a cup of coffee or something before you call us and take it out on us. I'm not taking it out on you guys. Oh, absolutely you, you are. What? This is our show. It has to do totally with Neil. You come off with an attitude. We're just sitting here having a good time, and you come out of nowhere. i got to be honest, guys. I am mainly just calling in defense for one, my husband. who. who but we husband. have no problem with your husband. I've never met the man nor talked to him. 
And our audience is two to six, and that was Neil's audience, and chances are some of those people are not listening now, so maybe you should address the time that they are listening and take take it up with him then. You know what? You guys actually sound like sweet people. You haven't hung up on me. You haven't called me a douchebag. And I got news for you. It's getting real close. And I hung up on you the first time because of the attitude you came across with. Look, you know what? Maybe we should... Actually, end this conversation right that now. That would be good. That would be good. Very yeah, good. Yeah, actually, yeah. Thank you for the Let's time. make it. All right. Then come on over. We'll have sex. Uh, uh, uh. I tried to catch you, but I still can't sleep. WIOD, if you'd like to get in on the show, 622 WIOD and Dave. So that's pretty much it in a nutshell. In a nutshell. There you go. Unrelentless as we are. 767 WIOD. There you go. No, but where, where did the one come from you guys used yesterday on the payphone challenge? That's the one I like. Oh. Let me no, 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 no
Yes, no, yes, no, yes. That's no, the way this show no. works. We have a conversation. Let me say it again. If you want to make a speech, get a soapbox, okay? If you want to have a conversation, I'll be more than happy to do it. But if you want to make a speech, they're not going to hear what you're saying. Look, I will talk to you with conversation after I make my three points. No, no, you're not going to tell me the ground rules, okay? This isn't your show. I'm telling you, yes, yes, yes. I'm putting you on hold right now, okay? The first part of it is nobody is bashing women. Your wife came on, first of all, came into the studio, acted ridiculous, then called in Rick and Suds and made an ass out of herself in addition to making all kinds of grotesque comments about me and acted like a goofball. Next point. See, he's, he's still been talking. You didn't even hear what I just said. unrelentless in the way that you have picked on a woman in particular who is my wife. I would think a woman would be your wife, yes. In the type of comments that you've made about her, I think anybody who listens to you should feel ashamed for you for making those type of comments. Yeah, I think they ought to feel ashamed for you for calling and sounding like such a goofball. Number number two, you make yourself to be a diet guru. Who said I'm a diet guru? Who said I'm a diet guru? Well, that's what your friend Rick said, used that term. And I would just say, you gained all your way back, and I would end up with the stockbroker who lost all his own money. Yeah. And the third thing is, I think Bud Lowell Paxton putting himself out to society as a born-again Christian, as a, as a Christian man, should not have your type of radio on his network. It's good freedom of speech if somebody else wants to support you, but if he wants to hold himself out as the perfect Let, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Of, let me ask you a question. What's the top rated talk show in this market, sir? Why let me ask you another day? question, my interpreter. Since you said you wanted to have a conversation, but you continue rambling along like you've got some kind of a mental disorder and you can't hear. Do you have hearing aids, sir? Do you have a problem with hearing? Are you kidding? You're not even letting me. Okay, put them on hold again. Let me say it again. That's the only way to get you to shut your lip. And you know something, sir? I would suggest that you are part of the, your wife's problem because your performance in here the other day and your phone call, which precipitated this whole business about this stuff, these pills that you're peddling, this fen-fen, which I don't believe in, which my doctor doesn't believe in, which the articles have been pouring into me about all kinds of things about people dying from it, and you, you want to obfuscate by making all kinds of attacks on me. You can obfuscate all you want, pal, but you're peddling crap, in my opinion. Nobody's dying Dying from fen-fen. No one has ever. Are you saying that no? Are you saying that no one has ever died from fen-fen? If it is prescribed properly, are not dying from fen-fen. That's not the answer to the question. Let me ask the question again. Are you are you saying that no one has ever died from taking fen-fen? Is that what you're saying? Cases where people have not been prescribed properly. Probably, yeah. And one of the reasons for that is that everybody and their brother. One of the reasons for that is that everybody and their brother is opening up another damn diet clinic on every street corner and peddling fen-fen because fat people, as I know better than anybody, are desperate looking for a magic pill. Isn't that right, doctor? As a cardiac anesthesiologist, I've had people who are in the midst of coronary just while they're on the Atkins diet. Yeah. Diet, no safe diet. What, what does that have to do with what does that have to do with Fenfen? What does it have to do with Fenfen? Let me ask you for the last time, okay, since you're incapable of one, holding a conversation civilized, and number two, answering a question, I'm gonna ask you for the last time. What is it about Fenfen that you, you're trying to cover up, sir? There are people getting horrendous. Ask Harvey Baxter, the judge, ask him how Fenfen did for him. Army doctor should have never been prescribed the medication. He was not properly worked up. He had problems with depression and uh, problems with his eyes before any of the Fen-Fen was given to yeah. him. The problems with Fen-Fen is when they're not prescribed properly to the right people. When it is prescribed properly, it 